0: Welcome to the Brian Buffini Show, where we explore the mindsets, motivation, and methodologies of success. I'm David Lally, producer of the show, and today we're going to talk about how to manage ourselves in a crisis. The first step in self-management is self-awareness, and one of the best ways I've seen to become more self-aware is what we call a heritage profile. It's the secret sauce in our business coaching program where we can actually match activities to abilities. We've done tens of thousands of these over the past 25 years. And joining me today is Buffini & Company's spokesperson for the profile over the last 15 years or more, Kevin Buffini. Welcome to the show, Kevin.
1: Hey, David. It's great to be with you.
0: Hey, you've been on the show lots of times with us. Uh, you've talked about communication and self-management. But before we get into today's content, can you tell us a little bit about the Heritage Profile for those who don't know what it is?
1: The Heritage Profile is a, a personality profile assessment that we use here at Buffini & Company as a tool to help coach people in the use of their natural gifts and abilities. We spend a lot of time observing people. We spend a lot of time looking at people and listening to people and certainly observing a lot right now. It's fascinating how people are acting and reacting right now, I think.
0: Right. Well, you and I have been working on the content you're going to share today to help people out during this time of uncertainty. We have uh, three key areas we wanna cover today. So number one, we wanna look at how to not let your abilities become liabilities. Next, we wanna look at a phrase I love, be aware and beware, and then we're gonna look at manage with care. So number one, don't let your abilities become liabilities. Now, an ability is a natural area of talent or strength. That's what we would say. And our abilities tend to react in three ways, fight or flight, muscle memory, or acting without a plan. Tell me about fight or flight, this first one.
1: Okay. So anytime something bad is happening to us, our bodies want to save us from that. So we go into a fight or flight response. Mm -hmm. Either we fight it, we want to attack it to get it away from us, Mm -hmm. or we flight it, we get away from it so that it doesn't affect us, doesn't hurt us or harm us. Mm -hmm. We always feel the need to want to do something, right? Either fly away or come out swinging. And it's an instinct. It happens immediately. I remember the very first time it happened to me as a kid. I was in school that I could remember. The teacher was irritated at me and was marching down the classroom towards me full throttle. And I panicked. I didn't like it. So I get up out of my chair and I start backing away from her. And as I was backing away from her, I start dropping one-liners at her. I start trying to distract her (laughs) so that I wouldn't get killed. And this teacher, she didn't really hear what I was saying. She was kind of just laughing at what I was doing. Right. And then finally, just told me to sit down and chuckled at what this young boy was doing. So the reality is even from my earliest times, I can remember me using abilities to get me out of trouble.
0: Mm-hmm. So fight or flight is one way our abilities. So a natural ability that you have, which is to make people laugh, it becomes a liability. Tell us about this next one, muscle memory. We rely on muscle memory. What, what do you mean by that?
1: Right. After we get a spook... Our strongest abilities, in a state of heightened intensity, our strongest abilities act out first. Mm -hmm. We call on our own superhero abilities to save us. And they're the ones that we've had with us since we were little boys and girls. And in that moment, when we first get a fright, our abilities come out. I'll never forget, I was about 30, and I was going to medieval times at my brother's, which is where all 30-year-olds go for their birthday. I was just
0: going to say, love it.
1: (laughs) And so I decided I would torment my brothers. And All the Buffini boys were in one car driving up the freeway towards medieval times. And something terrible happened on the way. A car decided to exit the freeway. And in doing so, there was a ripple effect where the cars behind all had to jam on or swerve not to avoid this car that was at fault. Hmm. Well, one of the things that happened was the car in front of us slipped upside down. And in that moment, all five Buffini boys had a different reaction to the same moment. We all gasped. He all looked at it, but we all had a different reaction. The first brother, the oldest one, the ethical one, a lot of integrity in his profile, either right or wrong guy, realized someone was at fault hmm. and wanted to get that person's license plate. The other brother is very driven, very competitive, and doesn't mind stuff that's hard or challenging, so he said, fine, let's go after him. Hmm. The third brother, who's very caring, very nurturing, gasped and grasped his chest with, <gasps> fourth brother free-spirited one didn't seem to care and the fifth brother the provocative one the performer the funny one just said whoops a daisy (laughs) all at the same time and so what we're going through right now is that people can bring out people's reactions just like that
0: so you have five different reactions five brothers one experience one occurrence that's wild so we have the fight or flight the rely on muscle memory in that instance each one of you kind of went to your strongest ability, and that's how that reacted. The final way our abilities can become liabilities is that we act without a plan. Like that's kind of the penultimate that happens. What does that look like?
1: Acting without a plan, it's doing without thinking. It's movement without measure. Mm. And when we do that, when we take action without thinking, it doesn't always typically work out well for us. We had a client who was here in San Diego doing a bit of work, and – when he became aware that the pandemic was serious, decided he needed to get home. Hmm. So he started driving from San Diego to Wisconsin because he wasn't sure if there was going to be flights. He wasn't afraid of it being a difficult drive, wanted to get home to his people. Halfway home, he had to check into a hotel because he realized along the way he had a cough. Hmm. So he was acting. He was acting on instinct and urge to get home as quick as he could But the reality was he was probably going to hurt people if he wasn't aware, if he didn't take that time to think, if he didn't just stop for a second and think, Mm. he could actually do more harm than good.
0: So we tend to fall prey to our urges, our best intentions, if we don't have a plan.
1: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) when have you ever heard anybody say, I'm glad I acted without thinking?
0: Right, right. They don't own up to it anyway. So some of our listeners are in our one-to-one coaching program. And you know, part of that, they get a heritage profile as one of the tools to help coach them. Other listeners wouldn't be familiar what it is, but they would be familiar with themselves, with their own history of behavior and so on. Maybe you could share some of the common behavioral reactions that you're noticing right now.
1: Let me give you about five or six of these most common reactions that I'm observing and witnessing real time right now. Okay. So The relational people, people who have relational abilities in their personality profile, they need people, is the bottom line, Hmm. and they're reacting by wanting to huddle up, get together. Hmm. It's primal. It's something that we use as an early age as kids is pack people and herd people is to get together for safety, but that's the worst thing right now is to get together.
0: Hmm.
1: The next ones we have then would be people who have a lot of impress abilities. People have impress abilities. They're very comfortable with an audience, very comfortable with a spotlight, and they're great at helping people with alerts. So what these guys have been doing is, they've been breaking news to everyone all the time. (laughs) Any bit of info, any bit of data, they're turning around, reposting it, resending it, you know, as fast as it's coming in. Next ones we have after that, there will be some of these integrity abilities. People who have a lot of integrity in their profile in crisis tend to look to see what's the right way to proceed. What's right, what's fair, what should we all be doing? Mm And so what these guys are doing right now and reacting in the moment is they're looking in your shopping cart. They're seeing how many items you have. <laughs> they're seeing if you're really six feet away from them or not. And so they have a heightened level of awareness right now. Their expectation is everybody's going to adhere to the rules the way they do. Mm-hmm. Then we have the free spirits, yours truly included, who the first thought in a crisis like this is, do these rules apply to me? Okay, they say that we're not supposed to be in groups of 10 people or more. So if I have eight adults and three kids, would that be okay? (laughs) So they're always kind of testing to see where the rules and the boundaries are.
0: Spring breakers, you mentioned.
1: Exactly. The structured folk. About 65% of the people I've ever spoken to have structure in their profile, which means they like to have order. They like plans. They like continuity. They like things to go the status quo. They hate change. So guess what just happened status quo stop mm-hmm. everything's disorganized they have no plans and they're not sure what's coming they live in the moment these are people who are quite present these guys just realized oops there's no toilet paper left because they left it to the last minute they just realized this thing is serious and by the time they came to act on something it was too late
0: yeah, this is brilliant i can see myself in a few of those i hate admitting that so we know our abilities can hinder us And that leads to your next point here. I love this phrase, be aware and beware. So this is where we step back, we examine where the urge is coming from, become aware of that, and then kind of rely on a plan to get us through it and out of trouble. So talk to this a bit, to be aware. What do you mean by that?
1: Self-awareness helps us create self-management. And to be aware, we need to understand where these impulses are coming from. What's your first reaction? I've been doing a lot of interactions with our database recently and doing surveys and one of the questions I asked them recently was, what was your first reaction to the pandemic? And everybody had different reactions. And so what I want you to do is examine the urge. Where's that impulse coming from? Right? So I had one. When I first realized this was a pandemic that could affect older people, my first reaction was to my 90-year-old parents. My urge, my instinct said, go home and save them. Right. I'm a firefighter in my profile. I like to save the day. So my urge and my reaction and my muscle memory said, and without thinking, without a plan, said so fly home. And take care of my 90-year-old parents. I can save them.
0: Tell me this. Did you go? No. Why not?
1: I took a second. Rather than seeing if I could help, I thought about whether I should help. Mm -hmm. I realized, because I am quite self-aware, that it was my need, my firefighters' need to be helpful that was causing me to want to act this way. And ultimately, had I acted on it without thinking about it, ultimately could have hurt them. I could have picked up a bug from San Diego via the airport across the globe and bring it to my parents' home.
0: Wow. That was a tough choice. It sounds like the right choice you made, of course. Pretty good self-management there, Kev. I find myself in intense moments. I can react. I would fall prey to some of the stuff you've talked about here. It's really important to take that second. Why does it happen that we react like that? Why does that happen to us?
1: Well, you know what? It's interesting. Anytime we get a fright, we almost have a deer in the headlights expression for a minute. We freeze and freezing is the worst thing we can do. Mm. So in a crisis, the oxygen in the brain gets sent from the brain to the extremities to prepare for battle, right? It's like, we need you down here, Mm. send as much reinforcements as you can. We need to get out of this. And so when we have an oxygen depleted brain doing all our thinking for us, it's not the best version of us. That's in the moment, Mm. actually a dumber version of us. So, The oxygen-deprived brain then is the one that's causing all the shots. And your most intense abilities will always be the things that drive your actions. So if you're just relying on muscle memory, stop and ask yourself, am I helping or hurting right now?
0: That makes sense. Can you say that again? I think that's a really important point to underscore. So if you're relying on muscle memory or you feel you're just reacting in the moment...
1: Yeah, if you're just relying on your muscle memory... The thing to do is take a second and examine what is it that I want to do Mm. and why. And is it helpful or hurtful for me to act on that right now?
0: Makes sense. You mentioned earlier that acting without a plan is one of our responses to a crisis. So how can we stick to a plan that actually helps us?
1: Well, we want to be intentional with the strengths that you have. We want you to use the abilities that you have. So start trying to figure out who can you help with your abilities Mm. and where can you help with your abilities? So I've been donating a lot. I'm a firefighter. I'm always going to be a firefighter. It's not going to fall off. So what I noticed this past week is I've donated three times. Wow. So rather than flying home to, quote, save the day, let me help some people around my local area in San Diego. It's a more constructive, useful way to use that ability, right? Mm-hmm.
0: No, I love that. Love that. It's a redirecting, right? Yeah. Okay, Kev. So we've talked about how we react in a crisis, how abilities can become liabilities, and then you shared some solutions to avoid those situations. So I think it would be super helpful if you could give us some clear direction to take on the content that you've shared today. How can we put that into action?
1: All right, sure thing. So the third thing I wanted to talk to you about is it's managing with care.
0: Managing with care. I love how we have three major points here. I know there's one listener who's going to be very <laughs> happy, and I'm currently sitting in his seat. So let me give our listeners an overview on this point here, managing with care. So you've got three major points for us under this. So A, stop, take a breath, then act. B, update your self love that phrase. And C, build your plan based on your profile. So tell us about the first one there. Stop, take a breath, then act.
1: All right. So first of all, stop. Before you act, just stop for just a second. Take a breath call some of that oxygen back to the brain, back to the headquarters, so the smartest version of you now is available to meet the crisis, hmm. and then act. Flood your brain with oxygen by breathing. Flood your brain with oxygen by asking questions. When people ask questions, have you ever noticed they're not fighting? When people ask questions, there's a better version of them to meet the world. That's great. So just by stopping, by thinking, by breathing, the blood goes back to the brain, and we're ready to act. We're ready to do
0: Makes sense. I I saw this phrase when we were developing this content out, and you said self And I think we can all get what you're saying, but I'd love if you could explain that a little bit. So update your self
1: Right. So we've been using our abilities since we were little boys and girls. And Mm. by this time we're adults, it's hardwired. It's hardware. It's so familiar to us that it's just natural for us to call on our hardware when our backs are against the wall. But if we can think before we act, then we just updated our software. We're now a higher operating system than we were if we were just acting. So take this time for some self development. We've been forced into an opportunity for a lot of self reflection. So why not use it? Adding a little bit of thought up front before our actions, you can update your software.
0: Love it. Okay, so we've the updated software, kind of trying to step away from the fight or flight, not rely so much on the muscle memory not act without a plan. So to your final point here of building a plan based on our profile, what does that actually mean? What does that look like?
1: The Heritage Profile was developed as a way to coach people, the way they're designed. Hmm. So we help people create ability-based routines. If you have learning in your profile, we have you take something like pathway to mastery. If you're structured, things like reworking your budget, cleaning your house, spring cleaning right now, if you're relational, look for other ways to care for people without actually being around them.
0: So you're building a plan, almost like a daily to-do based on yes. who you are as a person. Again, not everybody has a heritage profile, but you know, there are behaviors that they've had and some of the stuff that you talked about today will help those who don't have a profile maybe identify some of the fight or flight or muscle memory reactions or patterns they have. Ahead of today's call, when we were talking through some of this content, Kev, the team put together a fabulous resource. It's an action plan based on your personality. So like you said, things to do to release some energy in a productive way at home. So for you listeners, if you want to go get yours, it's at thebrianbuffinishow.com. You can download your copy of that. This content, Kev, it's so helpful, practical things we can do to stay proactive rather than getting caught in that reactive mode especially when so many things are outside of our control right now. So you taught us today to, number one, don't let our abilities become liabilities. Two, you told us to be aware and beware. So know what our abilities are, and how to use them, and be careful of that to Love that phrase, be aware and beware. And then ultimately to manage with care. So take the time for reflection and learning. Take this time, as you've said, to put your oxygen mask on first. Is there anything you'd like to just kind of summarize for our listeners from all the stuff that you share with us today?
1: Well, first of all, don't ever let anybody tell you that one person can't affect the world. But imagine if everybody's best versions of them was affecting their world right now. Hmm. You see how people have responded to terrible events in our past, whether it's starving children in Ethiopia, and then you have live aid, people coming together to help and reach out. Yeah, there's some craziness going on out there, but there's also some tremendous stories of acts of kindness and people supporting one another and helping one another right now. That's fantastic. I'm waiting for that. I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait to see three months from now the goodness that people showed up with. Once they were settled, once they were able to think, you see how people care for one another. And I think our country right now especially could really use some of that. Mm -hmm. So I'm really kind of excited to see the good that comes out of this, the good from people that comes out of this. People are being forced to reflect and work on their life, not just in their life. And I think there's a moment and there's an opportunity for us here if we'll just act on it. I think if we freeze and we don't move, I think that's a terrible thing.
0: Well, Kevin, this is fantastic content. I know you've been working hard putting this together for our listeners. I just wanted to thank you so much for being on the show today.
1: Thanks, Dave. Take care, everybody.
0: And that special resource that we built for you, you can go get that at thebrianbuffinishow.com. It's a really cool one-pager where you can see, okay, if I am this, then here's some stuff I can do. So I think you guys will really appreciate that. In the meantime, and until next time, I'm going to leave you with Therese Buffini for a little Irish blessing. May the road rise up to meet you, and may the wind always be at your back. May the rain fall soft upon your fields, and the sun shine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the hollow of his hand. See you next time.